Most times when people go through things and the next word is I'm alone in this, God, why me? Why am I going through this situation? What have I done? Is there any sin? Is there, in fact, I think this is karma. I, or this is um, a curse, possibly. But I want you to know this morning that you are not alone. Listen, no temptation has seized you except that which is common to man. And God will not allow you to go through what is beyond you. You were not alone in that. People have gone through such times. People have gone through similar situations. And I want to shock you this morning that they came through. They came out strong. And they have greater stories, which is what I need you to have this morning. Hello, good morning. My name is Esther Daisy, your favorite self-development coach. And this is Heartbeat Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you this morning on a very crucial topic the Holy Spirit has been ringing in my heart since yesterday. It baffles me, or rather, I feel sad when I see people, you know, going through a season of depression, despondence, you know, secluding themselves from things that can help them because they feel like this situation is peculiar to them. This situation is unique to them. They are in this bottle alone. They are in this square alone. They are in this box alone. It is them. And most times they see them linking it to the things they've done in the past, linking it to possibly their, their past mistakes, their sin and all that. But I want you to know that it's not true. For anything you will go through in life, someone else has gone through that. And the thing I want you to understand today is that everyone, everybody, so long as you exist in us, so long as you breathe, so long as you are living on this planet Earth, you will go through tough times. People go through tough times just like we go through these things in levels. And most times when someone is not there to share their experiences, you think you're alone. You think you're going through that alone. You think that situation is peculiar to you. People go through tough times. People go through difficulties. People experience things that they, you know, would come into a, a state of like, why? Why am I going through this? But the thing is, that situation is not peculiar to them. And I want you to know today, this morning in particular, that. No matter what it is, no matter how long it has been, you can scale through. You can walk on those waters. You can be the story in that gory experience. You can be the message in that mess. So today I'm going to take us on a mind-blowing journey on evolving through pain. Evolving through pain. I've been through times in my life where I cried, you know, I, you know, I secluded myself. I just, I just felt like this situation is peculiar to me. But when the light of knowledge comes upon you, you begin to see that this thing is virtually people go through there. And if they can come out strong, if they can walk upon those waters, I too can do the same. You get so I'm gonna take us on this mind-blowing journey and you know as our tradition is we love to know what God has to say we just want to know what God is saying about the situation because that is our scaling point so I'm gonna take us to the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 17 anyway the Bible said for our light affliction which is bought for a moment Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 
you know the scripture says light affliction i'm going to tell us something most times god allows this gory experiences to come and it's the thing the plans of god is for these things to last for a while when i was thinking yesterday and the holy spirit was teaching me things i noticed that most times this light experience is a light affliction goes beyond what it is meant for imagine the people of israelites they were meant to leave egypt I think it should be 40 years duration, but they stayed long. They stayed 400 years plus. What? God meant it to, God allowed it to last for a while. So that he can stretch you, so that he can bring out the best in you. But most times we notice that these things grow so terrible, grow so bad, that it becomes a family pattern. It becomes a generational problem. And most times we see them as generational curses. And people go through things. They, you know, they're trying to go through um, a kind of series of, uh, I don't know what they call it. But in this part of Africa, um, people go to prayer houses in order to get help and all that. But I want you to know, the Bible said, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Knowledge is all they need to scale through. When that light comes upon you, say you can't cast ignorance away. You can't, no matter how much oil is laid in your head, no matter how much fire you re- you release in it, you can't cast ignorance away. What you need to work on, deal with ignorance, is knowledge. Yes. So but this morning I'm telling you, I don't know how long those situations has been. Either possibly you inherited it, possibly your parents went through such situation and you are undergoing it. I want you to know the light is here. I want you to know solution is here. And at the end of this episode, you would have the grace and the strength to walk on those waters. Alright, so I'm going to take us on how to evolve through pain. Like I said earlier when I started that pain is peculiar to everyone. It is a common situation. And the beautiful thing is God will not allow you to go through what you cannot bear. That means whenever you go through pain, whenever you go through tough times, whenever you go through difficulties, deep down you have the potentials, you have the harnessing ability, you have all it takes to walk through that situation successfully. You have what it takes to overcome that problem, you have what it takes to move on that situation. Yes. I've, I've seen situations where couples have been on the waiting for 16 years of marriage and then eventually God gave them the grace and they gave birth. And there's some couples that have been five years going in marriage and they are crying. And you see, those people that have been 16, 20 are the balm of Gilead to those ones that are five, three and, and they're already crying. You get it. So most times we go through things and we're like, God, I, I, I don't see a way out. There is a way out. You are the way out. There is a way out. You have all it takes to go through that situation. Remember, the God will not allow you to go through things that is bigger than you. So whenever you see those situations, I don't care how tough they are. I don't care how big they are. I don't care how long they've last. But I want you to know you have what it takes. It is in you. You are all it takes to walk out of those situations. All right. So I'm going to share a few principles on how to evolve through pain. So I need you to listen effectively because they are your winning powers through the situation. Number one, protect your joy.
affects your joy. Many things go through. Sorry. Most times we go through things and you know, you see the major attack is usually your joy, your peace of mind. Like when you're going through things and you just know the next thing is you start losing peace. You start losing your joy. You're no longer there. People are talking to you. You are in, you know, in, that, in that state where you don't feel like responding. You are in that state where you just want to be alone. That is where we have cases of people who commute suicide, who, you know, who do all manner of bad things to themselves. Because at this point, your peace of mind is being biased. That is what pain does to you. Pain Whenever it comes, whenever the, whenever the enemy projects it, the, the first attack he works on is on your joy, your peace of mind. That thing that makes you a person because whenever you are joyful, whenever you're peaceful, I know the enemy is not excited about it. So he tries ways, he tries method, he tries things to make sure you don't see as that peace doesn't go into the light of the day. So what do you do whenever you come through circumstances? Whenever you go through defining moments, whenever you go through those painful situations, and I want you to know because I feel in my spirit someone is saying you don't even understand what I'm going through. I want you to know no matter what it is, you have what it takes to come out of that situation. Why? Because God will not allow you to go through things you don't have the potentials to escape from. So protect your joy. Whenever these things come your way, I know the attack is in your, you just know the attack is in, on, on your peace, the attack is on your joy, protect it. And then how can you do that? You can do that by, now I'm going to tell us something, it is not easy. Alright, it is not easy. It's not a motivational talk that I'm giving this morning because I know it's not easy. Painful moments are progressing moments and it's not easy. The process has never been easy. It is not easy. So it is so strong, it is so defining that it needs a level of strength bigger than you to come out of. But now the scripture is telling us that we have that strength right there inside of us. So what you need to do when you go through those situations is to place demand on that strength. The second thing you need to do to protect your joy is to scale through praise and worship. You know, most times, I think when I was a, a kid, and I used to hear the story of Paul and Silas in this prison, they were prisoners and they were praising God. It felt to me like a mirage. How can somebody be in prison? And instead of crying, like, excuse me, you're in prison and you're praising God. Like, there's something about this man that we don't see. And then Paul was also imprisoned, you know, in prison. And, and then he was telling the church, he said, rejoice. I say also, what kind of revelation does this man have that we don't see today? Listen, I know it's not easy. But then, the way out of tough situations is to be tough. And you are going tough on your feelings when you start praising God. Because you don't feel like it. You don't want to do it. You don't feel like doing anything church. You don't want to do anything God. You don't want to do anything. You just want to be. You just want to cry. You just want to worry. You just want to be there. Be in that state of desperate. You need to go tough on yourself. 
and you need to go tough by scaling. That is what these men did. That is what Paul did. That's what Paul and Silas did in the prison. They were going through that tough time and they did it in a tough way. They were praising God. They were worshipping. You need to come to that level of revelation where you're going through things and you just want to say thank you God. You are just there. You just want to appreciate God. You don't see light on this tunnel, but you. But there is this place in your heart that you just want to do. You don't feel like it, but you keep doing it because you believe something is coming. And I want to tell you, each time we indulge the presence of a tough moment in a tough situation, there is always light at the tunnel. I wouldn't. I want. I don't want to go details in what happens in the story of the. Paul and of Paul and Silas because you're Bible students, I believe. And I've been through such situations in my life, and I want to tell you, praise really helps me. Because it has a way it works on your emotions. It has a way it elevates your spirit. It has a way it lifts those burdens from you. You know, that's why you listen to music. Whenever times like this come, people, yes, I've seen people, they want, I just want to hear music. I want to hear, you know, sweet music, sweet solos. I just want to hear music. You need to sing praises because that is your most burden lifting moment. Two, principle two, you need to employ whenever you want to evolve through pain is protect your faith protect your faith you know this point (laughs) seriously I really understand we come into that place where we don't even believe anymore said I've been believing the fruit of the womb for years I've not seen anything and you are telling me to keep believing this is 15 this is 16 that's it. The enemy is working on your faith. He's working on what you believe. You think it's, it, oh, wait. You think whenever you come before the throne and you are telling God that he says you'll be mighty upon the earth. And he tells you that with your heart you believe and with your mouth you confess. And every day in prayer, in the place of prayer or koinonia, you are confessing these things because you believe them. And you think the enemy will fold hands and watch you walk into them just like that. Those moments will come to test your faith. Those trials will come. Those pains will come to process those things you believe. To know how strong they are in you. And you know one thing that a house set upon bricks, upon straws, whenever the wind comes, it blows them off. But when your faith is built, when your house is built on a solid rock, no matter the wave, no matter the storm, it's still strong. So that is what God is telling us this morning. Protect your faith. You will go through those moments where you start doubting the word of God. I've been believing this word since I was a kid. Nothing has happened. You will come through a moment where you start questioning the reality and revelations of what you've believed. Just know that it's the enemy testing your faith. And you have all it takes to protect it at that moment. Why? Because you're protecting it. It's you evolving through that pain. So, so that means whenever you let it loose... The enemy will come and pitch on them, will pick on those words, and it will not bear fruits in your spirit. So how then do you protect your faith by being stubborn with the word, saturate yourself with the word? That's why the Bible said, when they say there's a casting down, you say there's a lifting up. How do you say that in the process of 
came in the midst of that situation. There is a light you have in your spirit that even though God has not done it, it doesn't mean he cannot do it. There is this belief you have in the integrity of God. You are a son. You've already been with this king. You've already been with him and you know he's true to his words. For all the, all the promises in him are yes and amen. You know he has a track record and he keeps his word. You know his integrity doesn't fail, it doesn't falter. So what do you do? You get stubborn with it. You get stubborn with his promises. You keep speaking it into that situation. You keep speaking it into that tough moment. And I want you to know that God doesn't fall back at his word. He doesn't fall back at his word. He said not even a dot. Not even a dot will pass away without him accomplishing what he sent it for. So whatever God sends the word for goes. And I want you to know you have the same power. You have the same creating power. You have the same calling power. To call things that be not as though they were. That is you being stubborn in your word. That is you protecting your faith. You stay on the word and things will definitely move. The third principle you need to imbibe in order to evolve through your pain is activate your spirit man. Activate your spirit man. You know, we are all spirit beings. I am a spirit being, you are a spirit being. That's why we've heard and that's the truth that the life life is controlled by the spiritual virtually things that happen you know there's a it takes place in the spiritual and then we call them in it becomes a manifest in the physical you are a spirit being now it's so hard because the bible said something that they that are joined together with the lord are spiritually one with him it is so hard for circumstances to break your spirit man why because that moment you said, Jesus, you're my Lord and personal Savior. There is, there is an intimacy between your spirit and the spirit of God. There is this, there is this koinonia, there is this effugence, there is this fusion between your spirit and the spirit of God. So what really happens is that you become one. That's why whenever we pray in the spirit, we are praying God's mind. Whenever we pray, we can actually cry, Abba, Father, by the will of the spirit. You can't just pray. Most times we pray in our will. You're saying, God, I need this. But when you switch into the spirit, your, act, your spirit man is telling God what you actually need. Do you get it? So nothing breaks a man until he breaks his spirit. Nothing can actually break you as a child of God until he breaks your spirit. So, and the good news is, your spirit can hardly be broken because nothing can separate us from the love of God. No death, no height, not even death, death. No situation can. We are still one with God. So I want you to know your spirit man is strong. And I need you to fight with your spirit. But the day you, you give up your will, you are tired, you don't actually want to walk on yourself anymore. You know, it's only the war between the spirit and your soul. So the day you eventually give in to the nudgings of your situation, which is on your soul, you know, and you don't want to allow your spirit man to do this thing, to fight this battle, to fight this will positively for you. That's the end. 
But the good news is, as children of God, as sons of God, God is interested in letting us win this battle. That's why he walks with our spirit. That's why we already have the victory before the problem begins. Alright, so activate your spirit. Activate your spirit. Now when you pray in the spirit, you are building your faith. All of a sudden, you see yourself becoming strong. You see yourself believing you are going to make it in life. You're going to come out of that situation. You will carry your own baby. You will scale through school. You will do this. You will build that house. You will buy that land. You will see yourself scaling. You will see yourself believing. It is you that was in that valley of despondence before. But when you pray, it is no longer your will that is prayed because you've lost it all in your flesh. You've lost it all to your will. But when your spirit is, is praying, it's praying the revelation of God for you. It's praying the mind of God. It's praying the reality. It's praying what actually should be for you. And that is where your soul gets enlightened. Your soul gets, you know, strong. And that is you believing you can actually do this. So see, it's not really natural. It's not really a common thing. You need to indulge your spirit. All right, the fourth principle I'm sharing with us today is build your faith. I've made mention of many things. I've said in number two that you should protect your faith. And the next one, activate your spirit, man. And the first one is protect your joy. This time around, build your faith. Build your faith. You know, I wish I said this earlier, but I actually want everyone to listen without feeling, you know, um, objective of the fact that I'm talking to Christians alone I'm talking to you whether you're a child of God or not but I want you to know the principal truth is that you need to be a child you really need to come into the fold of the kingdom before you start assessing the situation, assessing this truth, this revelation if not, actually you will go through tough times and then only thoughts the enemy will breeze into your mind is to take your life is what are you actually living for? It's to commit to that, it's to be gone, it's to leave things, it's, it's even to run away from those problems. But you can never run away from it because no matter where you go, it still follows you. But then there is this access, there is this privilege we have in the kingdom that no matter the trials and tribulation we go through in the world, we are of good share because God has walked on the victory before we came into the problem. And now we stand on that victory to harness the situation and come out stronger. Alright, so build your faith. And then the Bible said, how can they hear if, how can they believe if they've not heard? So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's how your faith grows. Your faith doesn't grow by the laying of hands. Your faith doesn't grow by someone telling you, receive faith. Your faith grows in the word. Your faith grows by listening. The same way in a relationship, you are listening to your lover, you just know his word, you trust his word. Now, how can you believe him if you've not heard? How, how can you believe him if you don't listen to his word? If you find it difficult to scale, you find it difficult to survive in that relationship, that relationship will crumble. Why? Because there is no place of listening and there is no place of believing. You only believe what you've listened to. You only believe 
what you've listened to. So faith comes by hearing. You need to saturate yourself with the word of God. Most times we say, okay, um, I actually don't know where to start. The scripture is very, you know, it's very big, it's very ambiguous. I don't even know where to start. Should I start from Revelation? Um, should I start from Genesis? There are devotional manuals out there. I even have one on Amazon. There are devotional manuals out there. You can easily Google and find ones to help your spirit man grow. I just want you to know that you have the winning power. You have all it takes to go through situations and come out strong. So, build your faith. Listen to God's word. Listen to messages. Download messages online. Listen to them. Listen to God's word. Study the scriptures. Learn from the feet of the men, men of God. He said you are, you are allowed to have 10,000 instructors. You are allowed to listen to people that will build your faith in God's word. And I tell you, the moment your faith keeps growing and growing, in a sense, it becomes your scaling moment through every situation because it cannot easily be bended. You know who you believe. You know who you trust. You know the integrity of this man. You love him so much. He's done things before and you know he can do this for you. Alright, so. The fifth principle I'll use to wrap up this episode is. Be alert and ready to discern. Be alert and ready to discern. You know, most times we... If you're naturally Christians, um, should I say natural, but Christians, most Christians actually have this um, attitude of being with God and then talking to God without waiting for God to talk to them. We don't have this patience to wait. And most times, this is what pain does it, because it comes to, you know, to stretch us into that place of patience. It comes to build character in us. And we need that character to scale through every level God will bring us into. Okay, let me share the story before I descend, I, I decode this particular last, epi, um, last principle and then we call it a moment. There was this book I wanted to publish on Amazon and I've tried it several times. I actually, you know, I've tried it several, I really know what to do. I've tried it several times and it keeps getting rejected. And it got to a point where I said, God, I'm really tired. Like, I'm really tired of this situation. I'm not going again. I'm not doing again. So then he said to me, how can you be an authority in something that you give up? How can you be a message to someone when you cannot scale through the mess? You know, that word was... It was the wisdom I needed at that moment. And then he said to me, he said, go online, you know, take courses and do this and do that. He, said, he gave me few instructions that I carried. And I'm telling you, that book was rejected 15 times. But after doing what he told me to do, like when I saw the approval, I was like, what? I mean, seriously, I've been doing this wrong all this while and I never knew. So that's it. Be ready to be alert and be ready to discern most times we talk we are so busy telling god father i need you to do this and god loves us so much and he's ready to listen but then after listening he just wants to tell you how much he loves you what he needs you to do to come out of that situation and we are off already we we, we are gone <laughs> 
gifts. I want you to understand this. Be alert and ready to discern. Whenever you are open to the Holy Spirit, you want to come out of that. You are desirous. You are desperate. He said, if I look at your heart, the heart which with, with which you seek me, you're going to find me. And then when he's ready to drop the oil on your head, when he's ready to drop that part to make worth, when he's ready to drop the fruits, when he's ready to drop the principles you need to scale through that moment, I need you to be ready. I need you to be alert to discern. Most times he's saying, why not forgive him? Why not accept him again? You know, most times he's saying, why not go back and ask for forgiveness? Most times God is saying, why not go online and take courses? Most times he's saying, why not, you know, submit to this leadership? Why not go back and, you know, register yourself for this? Most times he's telling you things, he's giving you revelations that you are not ready to listen. That's why we are still there. That's why we are still rolling in that situation. But I want you to know grace is here. So be alert and ready to discern whenever you are out you're pouring out your emotions you're pouring out your everything to jesus be ready i remember when the church was praying for peter when he was imprisoned you know when the when the angel came to set him free he was still thinking it was a dream he did not believe it he did not believe the reality you know the angel had to smite him to wake up from this mirror to wake up from that imagination and come into the light of come on i'm i'm i'm, I'm giving you answers to what you're asking so be ready to discern whenever you're praying for something be sensitive god my god is actually saying something he's ready to heal you and i pray for you this morning you have everything it takes god is granting you light god is granting you revelation you're coming out of that situation a stronger and a better person you're building a better character that will help you in the next season of your life i want you to know that i'm rooting for you and i love you and I know you are stronger than that situation. You are tougher than this tough moment. And you have what it takes to go through it. Give it a, give it a try and do it. I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.